Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And I am super excited because today I get to speak with the owner with the owner and senior graphic designer of Octane Design Studios, Danielle Meadows-Stinnett. Her website is lexoctane.com, which is spelled L-E-X-O-C-T-A-N-E.com. Danielle, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's a new year, so I thought I'd ask, how's 2021 treating you so far? We really can't complain. This is honestly the busiest, busiest um, quarter we've had probably in the past like two years. So this is crazy how um, the world pandemic that we are experiencing has really been a little bit of a bountiful blessing for us digital marketers. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think that's a really astounding considering how, you know, you're a 10 year old digital branding firm and you're telling me that you're kind of <laughs> riding this pandemic wave right now at the beginning of the year. Tell me, what do you think has shifted? I mean, obviously there's a pandemic, but what do you think has, you know, kind of allowed you to ride that wave? Absolutely. I think it's community. Community has mm. absolutely changed. It's the way that we connect and speak to each other, the way yeah. that we don't speak to each other. Um, those are the all aspects of how we communicate and seek each other out. So mm. I think we've done a huge pivot, um, us as a business um, and as an entrepreneur, in trying to find ways where we can better connect with other people, but also create those resources um, to guide people and let people know, one, they're not alone, and yeah. two, that they ab absolutely are capable of getting through it together. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one thing that I know that you take a lot of pride in for your company is that you are minority owned, black owned, women owned, <laughs> and your team consisted of all women. I just have to say, wow, <laughs> like I am absolutely <laughs> impressed. And I just, I imagine that the clients that work with you are just so inspired because of you and your team. What do you think of like, what, do you, what, is, what has been the feedback from your clients in working with you in these last 10 years? Absolutely. So from a range of women, I mean, we have um, some that are, you know, not your spring chickens, if you will. They've been around <laughs> uh, the, the cluck in the barn for a while. Um, and then you've got some that are brand new. They're just starting their entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. Um, they have no clue about, you know, the uphill climbs that are uh, pending for them um, and that they can actually achieve them and yeah. surpass them. So uh, we get a, a range of clients, if you will. Um, and we always love to meet people where they are. So yeah. that's a really big aspect aspect of um, the practice that we put and the practice that we preach. Not only do we want to be that tool and that resource, but we we actually do want to be their friend. And yeah. we actually do want to be able to, you know, break bread on Sundays. And we want to be able to um, support their little league soccer team that their granddaughter or child mm -hmm. is a part of. Um, so there's a life aspect and a life balance that comes with the relationships we build through our branding. I really love that. I think it uh, goes back to what you were saying at the beginning of our conversation in just really emphasizing community and being able to break bread with your clients, you know, kind of like, like, I know that for a long time, we have been sort of been conditioned to, um, you know, separate like our work life and our personal life, but right. I really like how you have kind of made it familial, right? Like with your clients. Absolutely. So that's a really another big part of the, the pillar of Octane is mm. our culture. Mm. Um, and it's it's definitely pivoted over the years, believe <laughs> it or not, you know, starting in the very beginning, just 
being again on my own in a 500 square foot apartment with kids, you know, mm-hmm. it's really one of the situations where how do you go from that to being now a little bit of a beacon and a Mecca for entrepreneurs seeking their own journeys. And yeah. the number one thing that keeps coming across is again, that type of community. You have to kind of build the things that you want to see. And then you start kind of creating that community around yourself. And then that encourages you to further keep putting out the good work that we all seek to do. Yeah. I love that. That reminds me of a quote my friend said, and it's not, she didn't quote it. So some you guys have to Google this if you want to know who the actual person said this, but it was something like, you know, find a hole in the world in the shape of you and fill it. And it sounds like that's exactly what you did, you know, coming from that background of being a single mom and kind of like feeling isolated, but you're like, no, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, this is not my story. This is where I'm currently at, but this is not where I'm going to end up. And like you said, Mm -hmm. here you are a decade later, um, being in community, breaking bread with, I'm sure not just your team, but even with your clientele. Absolutely. So I love to the idea of, you know, we talk about community, you know, what does that really look like? Is it just, you know, waving hi? Is it just the Zoom call that we're just, you know, um, casually having that casual conversation? You know, what does community look like? And it's a different look across the scale, you know, in Mm -hmm. other areas of corporate America, maybe it is more of a ingenious hi um, or a personalized email or a fruit Mm -hmm. basket, (laughs) Mm -hmm. or it could be um, a little bit more intense. Again, you know, running with children with congenital heart defects on the day of a race Mm. um, that you designed and that you branded, being able to, you know, hold the hands of single moms who are um, trying to figure out how to map their, um, let's see, their resumes for another job, knowing that we help them build those skill sets. Um, It's also, you know, walking alongside these high school students who are thirsting for opportunities to be graphic designers and influencers in their own realm and providing those tools on a summer basis where they can access um, other creatives who want to, who are just as big, if not bigger than them. And Mm. then also just being a person in general, just being a good Samaritan all the way around. That's really what we talk about when we talk about being a community member and builder. Yeah. Just uh, being human. Being human yeah, together, I think is what we're, what you're really trying to say. Yeah. Bumper sticker. <laughs> hashtag be human. <laughs> right. I love it. I know I take note for myself for later. Good thing this is recorded so I can remember. Um, well, Daniel, I, I imagine, or Danielle, I imagine that you have just a ton and ton of stories of clients that you've worked with, but let me know, are there any, whether it's recent or one that stood out to you throughout the decade that really represents what, what you do with your company. And if that, if that, if that person or individual or company comes to mind, tell us that story of what it was like from the moment they, you know, kind of walk through your doors, whether it's virtually nowadays to the transformation that they've made um, and where they're at today. Absolutely. Um, One that we're currently celebrating is um, in the months that we're currently in for Women's History Month, we're celebrating a lot of women. Um, Mm -hmm. So all month long, we're celebrating women-owned businesses that we've been able to come alongside and brand. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite ones that I've recently been a part of is a business called Lighter Than Air. Mm -hmm. And my good friend, Fran, um, she is probably old enough to be almost my grandma. (laughs) And she has been doing balloons for over 25 years. Mm. Um, She's a wonderful balloon artist. Her business has been standing for longer than 25 years. Mm. Um, It's only been women led the past 25. It's been around for 45. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those situations where when you walk into um, a a business, knowing that they've been sustained that long, Mm -hmm. that they've been at the top of the pillar and then some (laughs) back down and up again, 
time um, in a lot of ways. When you walk into those type of conversations and they say, Danielle, I want you to rebrand us. Um, yeah. I want you to give us a new look. I need a new website. You know, you kind of have to think about all the other little things that got them to that particular place to begin with. Yeah. And so in kind of mapping that out, you're also building them up and restructuring yeah. some things for them so that they can better be more confident about their brand. And once that confidence is sealed, then you know the sky's the limit in a lot of other areas for entrepreneurship. So I absolutely love being able to share stories like that, where, you know, again, established, seasoned, we're already good at what we do, but yeah. they understood that they could be better. And so that is an area where I'm always extra achieving all stars, <laughs> all the <laughs> things that we can do to make things better. And so in coming to Octane, they were able to have a, a finished website, a polished brand, but now it also comes with this exuding amount of confidence that are both visually great and matching their superior balloon craft artist services. Yeah. It sounds like you really take um, these clients from being caterpillars to butterflies. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's a great analogy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want people to think that they're a caterpillar. I don't know if anyone would take offense to that, but Hey, you become a, you know, that's really what you're doing, right? It's like, you're taking mm -hmm. these caterpillar of your clients and, and really helping them evolve to the gorgeous, beautiful, you know, colorful butterfly. They really are. Yes. Absolutely. And it's all about too, again, walking alongside them. It's all the little interpersonal skills that you get to invest and build and mm -hmm. grow and learn from as well. I've learned so much more from my clients than they probably have from me. They just don't know it yet. <laughs> well, I think, I think that's the beauty of community is you're not just helping them. They're helping you, you know, mm -hmm. like you, you are getting, you're feeling you're, you're, you're achieving some level of, of fulfillment and being able to help them. And you're learning from them just as much as they're learning from you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the next part I want to get into <laughs> is, um, so you started your company um, as a demand to mm -hmm. how your situation um, could better be, but later decided to make it community-based. And I know that community has been a really big thing for you that we've been talking about from day, from the beginning of our conversation, but tell us what your business, like what, maybe what the culture was like before you were able to become community-based. Um, it was very male driven, which, oh. is still not too, which is still not too far from uh, where we pivoted, but, um, uh -huh. it is very much male driven. It was very much, um, not really kind of, it's still on demand, but mm -hmm. very, um, upfront. Mm -hmm. Um, you give me what I want. I give you, you want cold transactions. Um, there's no real internal investment. It's just kind of a swap, get the work transaction, get out. Yeah, very done. transactional. And I think that was what changed for me is I wanted more than just a transaction. I wanted to actually um, feel as if I was a part of something bigger. And yeah. instead of going and seeking that out, I decided to just build it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that because I, I think that there's something, I don't know if there's just more like divine femininity in this generation, but um, <laughs> I, I just hear more often of people saying like they want to humanize their business. They want to humanize the way they work with other people. And just like what you said, um, you know, you don't want it to be transactional. You don't want it to just be like, okay, here's a project here. We're done. Okay. Bye. It's like, mm -hmm. no, you want to have this familial type of feeling, this community uh, kind of aspect. So I just think it's really it's really a uh, reassuring, it, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. not really like asking a question. I'm more like making a statement of like, it feels reassuring that like, you know, a woman such as myself, who is very empathetic and um, values relationships is beginning to be valued in the marketplace overall. 
Yes, absolutely. We've come such a long way and we still have ways to go, but let's celebrate where we are. And I think that's really important um, for us as women, women in tech, women creatives, that we hold on um, to the foundation that's that's got us here, but also use that same foundation to keep moving. So that's kind of my mantra, my mantra as of late. Um, You know, obviously our business hashtag more than graphics is our life mantra that I currently use for myself, but Mm. keep it moving. That's yeah. that'd probably be my second number too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Danielle, one thing that I uh, just find so inspiring about you that I think we should touch upon um, a little more to really humanize, you know, your business mm-hmm. is um, again, you started as a single mom and you started at a time that was probably really difficult for you. And, and I'm sure you can look back at it now and just kind of glaze over it and just say it as it is, but that wasn't, I, I imagine that wasn't an easy time. And here you are now being living proof that you are someone that can, anyone can rebuild essentially and make life better than it was before. Tell us about that. And just, I don't know, just how proud you are that you, you made that transformation. Cause that's not easy, even though it's a decade now still, right? Like still, it's like, I'm sure you can still relive that moment that day in that 500 square foot bedroom Mm -hmm. of like, you're like, is this going to be the rest of my life? Like, tell us about that. Absolutely. So my mindset was very um, focused on, you know, how can I be better now? I wasn't thinking about five years, 10 years from now. I was only thinking about that moment. How can I survive the day? And uh, when you're kind of in that type of mind place, sometimes it kind of weighs on you in some areas. And that's kind of where I really wanted to flourish the most. At that time, I was focused on providing for me and my child, my children. Um, I wasn't thinking about, you know, additional relationships or anything else. I just wanted to pay the bills, do what I love doing and, you know, cherish my kids. And I went from at that point, two children to now four children, a husband now. And so (laughs) it's one of those situations where, you know, you see the growth that's Mm -hmm. happened from the very beginning to the end, till, till, till currently to present. And in the very beginning, I really wasn't in the mental place to really absorb um, a bigger community other than the fact that I wanted something better for myself. Yeah. And it's kind of the it's kind of the reverse blinder effect. You know, if you're staying laser focused in that one area, you can't really look elsewhere or expect to receive anything else elsewhere because yeah. you're so laser focused. So <laughs> as a single mom coming from that type of um, background, I had to start removing some of these blinders. Yeah. And that was both an emotional and a mental process that women across the world are doing on an everyday basis. So mm-hmm. I really encourage anyone in listening range to really um, understand and know that, you know, you're not alone and people are, people are doing the work. And yeah. when you are doing the work, there is a reward. It may not show up in the way you expect it, but there is yeah. one. Yeah, no, absolutely. And another, another thing that, um, we've been talking, we talked about a little bit offline is, um, recognizing that it's okay to fail. And I feel Mm -hmm. like fail failure has been like a bad word for (laughs) a long time. So tell it, reassure us, Danielle, um, why is it okay to fail? Oh man, fail means you get to try again. Um, (laughs) That's one of my favorite things. And I even tell it now to my children, um, teenagers, all the way down to 10, even my seven month old, like I tell him now, like, (laughs) it's okay to fail. I actually, I actually want you to fail. Um, because that means you get the opportunity to try again mm-hmm. and you get an opportunity to, to redo, to restart yeah. in some areas. And it also makes our brain works a little bit differently. When we know the path yeah. is paved, we have a certain expectation in our mind of how things will roll out and happen. 
But when we know there's a couple bumps in the road and we don't see that there's some pitfalls or we don't see the, the pothole that's pending, um, that makes our brain creatively think of other ways to make it work. And yeah. those are the type of areas that make us stronger. When we mm-hmm. are not able to see exactly what's ahead of us, but we know that we can get there based upon the tool sets and resources that we currently have. I just wish there was like another word for fail, like reset. You know, it's like you said, like you get, you get to try again. You're like, oh, I'm just going to reset. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just made that up just now. I'm going to. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. We're all about that. We're in the gaming community here. So hard reset. Yes. There you go. For it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that because yeah, again, um, failure doesn't feel good initially, but I think if you learn to reframe it and look at that situation differently, just like what you said, it's like, oh, well that just means you get to try again. Like you can sort of start with a clean slate, except you have more wisdom now. So you're not really starting from scratch. You're starting with more wisdom from the last time you failed. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. On the other side of failure, it's always growth. And yeah. that is not always sometimes the growth we want to feel or see, but it's always growth. Um, so that's the part that I really hold on to the most. I don't promise miracles. I don't promise, you know, 100%. I don't promise exuding um, excellence on the other side of it. But I can guarantee you there's always a level of growth on the other side of failure. Yeah. Beautiful. I do have one more question that I want to ask you, but before I do, Danielle, let me know, is there anything else you want people to know about your company, Octane Design Studios? Um, absolutely. We have all kinds of amazing um, webinars. We have online classes that you can take for the DIY digital marketer. If this is something that interests you in any way, shape, or form, I highly encourage you to check out our website. Our blog is filled with all kinds of amazing free resources that you can check out and find out more information about how to be a stronger DIY digital marketer on your own without having to take additional courses or anything along those lines. I love that. So you meet people where they are, but you also give them the education to empower themselves with their branding. That's it. Wow. Write that down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is recorded. So I feel like we're just having a brainstorming sesh on like marketing messages right now. This is great. Um, Danielle, one more thing that I want to bring up, which I, this was a, uh, an action item you wanted to share or a business secret that I thought was uh, completely, I thought it was really random, but I think it's important. Um, you want to encourage even our listeners to drink more water. Uh, tell us about that. Tell us the importance. I mean, I feel like it's obvious, but you tell us, you know, from yourself, from your perspective, why it's important to drink more water. Absolutely. Um, it's the source of all of our health right now. Health is wealth. Um, it's not just, not just the wealth of the green stuff. The green stuff is just an extra byproduct of our health, health as well. Again, we talk about, um, using water as not only a way to nourish our bodies, but it helps replenish and reset a lot of other things for ourselves. When we take that time to drink more water, we're taking care of our bodies, but we're also refreshing our mind. Mm -hmm. We're giving it an allowing time for our brain to, um, recalibrate, if you will, take a little rest stop, a little rest break. Um, and other areas that water is very, very beneficial to us. Um, obviously not only again, nourishing our actual physical bodies, but again, it's that vital resource that we all need to take in, to make ourselves better without water, without resources, period. We can't be better for the people that we want to work hardest for. So that's really important to take in, drink your water and (laughs) take, take care of somebody else and take care of yourself in the, in the same time. Mm -hmm. I love that. 
Wow. Danielle, you are so inspiring. I just, I want to thank you again so much for being (laughs) on our show here on the Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I feel like I pulled out a lot from you already, but do you have any parting thoughts or any parting words you want to share with our listeners? Mostly just do, do it, do it anyway. Um, (laughs) That is the most best thing that I could possibly say is to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. I personally have come from a journey where it was a straight uphill climb from the very beginning. But what I can positively tell you is that on the other side of that climb was the most bountiful of blessings. And it Mm -hmm. could not have come any other way than that uphill climb. So I encourage other people who are facing their own internal uphill climb, whatever that is, that it is possible for them to overcome it. It is possible for them to get see through it and it's Mm -hmm. possible for them to grow from it. Wow. Well, there you have it. The owner and senior graphic designer at Octane Design Studios, Danielle Meadows-Stinnett. Danielle, thanks again for joining us. I really enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you, Jen. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm